0.914% was the highest ever recorded blood alcohol content. That is more than twice the typical lethal limit. Lethal, not oh, legal. No, that's lethal. what I like. I was like, that's how they should be measuring it. <laughs> Mate, you're near the lethal <laughs> limit. We can't let you behind the car. That's the drink talking. That's the drink talking. That's the drink talk. All right, well, drinkers, one and all, welcome into the bar for this episode of That's, That's the, the Drink, drink Talking. talking. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Harley Breen, and the other one is David Quirk. Diamond Dave Quirk. Diamond Dave. Oh, look, it's a reference to Van Halen. Don't worry about it. I love Diamond Dave. What's going on? Mate, I've been... Um, I've been forcing coal under pressure and making diamonds of my own. Is this a reference to the child you're about to have? Uh, okay. No? It wasn't. No, okay. I was actually going to talk about the relentless travelling of this uh, far-flunged land of ours oh, yes. uh, in the name of uh, of booze, but, um, yeah, sure. Can you – well, you are about to have a kid. That's a whole other kettle, I am isn't a, it? I'm about to have a child. Well, not my own physical body. It's impossible um, yeah. biologically. Do you know that Dick Smith – was trying to like offer a million dollars. I mean, I was in primary school to the first man to have a kid. Well, that's but ridiculous. It, yeah, it's silly, isn't it? Well, I, I'll offer a billion. Yeah, totally. I'd <laughs> um, like to force one out. But um, tell me about uh, the travels. Uh, I, did, I did a lot of traveling recently. I finished my tour up. Uh, I've, I've traveled uh, to all sorts of different wonderful places in this country and did, did a lot of drinking. Um, and now I'm, I'm in a stage of um, winding it back a little. Yes. But it's a hard thing for me to do and admit to. Well, it is. I have but to say, I am. I have to say it's hard to watch because <laughs> I've been, I met up with, if you're listening, I met up with Harley about an hour ago and, mm. you know, it's just, it's like watching an animal that just, I don't know, he's in a cage or something. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's, he's not in his element. That's how ha- I feel. Not having these drinks, but he yeah. looks fantastic. I, I, well, I feel fresh and look fresh, but I, I feel dead inside. Yeah, so you, at the same time, you got to find the balance. I'm not, you? I'm not on the the hard sobriety train. No. Um, we do have a wonderful guest uh, in here uh, today for this episode. In fact, it's an independent winemaker. I'm very excited uh, to get him in the room. So I'll be tasting that. But basically, I, I'm, um, I'm taking my foot off. The relentless drinking pedal that you're known for, that I'm very well known for, yeah, yeah. Uh, in preparation for if I'm needed in any way uh, for the birthing of of my third child, which you won't be. But um, well, I may have to get behind a steering wheel. Yeah, that that might be a, a and Australian law states yeah. one must be under a certain limit to yeah, do that to drive a baby yes. person a mother <laughs> to the hospital. <laughs> A baby vessel. A baby no. vessel. Mm, I'm yeah. sorry. Women love to be referred to as baby oh, vessels. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Everyone, I don't mean that. Well, look, in Venice, uh, Hannah is currently um, d- doing that. She has, she has a baby on board. Yeah, she does. And anyway, so I'm, I'm keeping myself a bit tidy. Uh, how about you, David? Uh, you, you do not, you're not on the precipice of fatherhood. I'm not on the precipice, but um, I definitely uh, had a few days uh, to go easy on the liver. You know, yes. it took a few days here yeah. and there and since I've seen you. It's been good. I did actually have a big, big uh, weekend. I think it was a Saturday night mm. where um, it was one of those nights where I met a, a chap that I'd met years ago. Yes. I wouldn't say he's a close friend. My Girlfriend and I invited him back to our house. At, you know, it's like late in the okay. late in the night, and I had nothing there but I to really offer him. But I had these very nice beers. I think they were quiet deeds. 
Oh, yes. Very heavy. Yeah. One, I had one can. I thought this – I don't really want this guy in the house too long. I'll share this. It was like 10.5 right. ABV. So I thought that's like one beer each really if we yeah. share that big can. Hmm. And then uh, it got to a point where he – because it was very strong flavour. Mm. It was very probably three in the morning. He wanted okay. something else. He's like, can I, what else is there? Can you crack the other one open? Because like, I had another can. I was like – I just looked at him. You know when you just had too much? I yeah. said, mate – and then I had this um, – on the, on the shelf I had a, a black label – Jack, Johnny Walker, sorry. Oh, yes, yeah. And I thought, well, that's – if you. Do, I said to him, mate, if you just want to get drunk, I can get you drunk. And that's, you're <laughs> I'm drinking, David Quirk. You're drinking this. Yeah. I'm not opening the other beer. The other beer, that's for me another day. I'm going to bed soon. I will ply you with black – that's good scotch. Yeah, that is. I got angry at it. Well <laughs> – Then I kicked him out. It should be noted too, by the way, that your lounge room is also your bedroom. It is. So – it was well, quite an yeah. intimate thing to do to take a person that you referred to as a chap um, back to your abode. And then, yeah, if you call in if you've ever um, done that where you, you invite someone around and it's too late, you know, it's like, oh, no. So you just sort of politely have to kick them out. Well, how to get rid of um, the, the, the personal bar fly? It's hard. The person that's in your house. Yeah, it's not mm. cool. But that was my last memory of like, you know, going a bit far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I can't say that I've, um, I've gone too overboard recently. Although I did discover a, a wonderful beer that I've enjoyed um, over the years. Um, everyone would know as Cooper's Sparkling, or for anyone outside of the state of South Australia, would refer to it as Cooper's Red. I've realised South Australians are the only ones that don't. I try and do say that. sparkling. Do you? Yeah, um, I try. Yeah. Well, I always say Cooper's Red. Anyway, just recently discovered that they've uh, found their way into my favourite vessel for alcohol, which is a can. A little canister. Yes. Yeah. And I got too excited. I'm actually, yeah. Quite a few of them. I'm pretty into that. But, yeah, you had too many. Mm. Good on you. You know, I've because uh, I do try and address them as sparklings. Yes. I've seen it happen where a glass of sparkling wine is seen at a loud bar. Yeah, that's what comes. So it's, you're better off just pointing and saying, red can, yeah. <laughs> red can, please. Red can. Yeah. Can but I have beer? I have to say, today's episode I'm excited and a bit almost nervous about. You're apprehensive. Well, no, just because we haven't had a, a wine. And it's, no. it's, you know, it's a little bit nice. And I don't think anyone would go as far as to say that we know anything about it. No, we're, no. I have drunk wine. I've drank plenty and, of wine. And will today and will in the future. Uh, but it, it's one of those I've, – I've also – I don't know about you, David, gone on many a wine tour. Uh, yeah, no, I've only gone to tastings. I don't think I've ever had a full wine tour. Well, even the tastings thing, you do it because someone goes, hey, do you want to go and do this? You're yeah. like, yes. And I find myself uh, in those moments just trying to nod and go along with it. Oh, uh, yeah. And, yeah. and usually – Swilling it in the glass. Well, my, my knowledge is usually that's good or no. Well, I think it's about uh, just the f- if you like it or not, isn't mm. it? Like any, I think even our guest Dan will would would say that. Yeah, t- and, and, and our, I'd like to hear him tell me I'm wrong. Well, our, our guest expert, our guest uh, winemaker uh, today uh, is Dan Buckle from Cersei Wines. We'll get him in here very shortly, and we also have a wonderful guest barfly that's going to be coming in after Dan. Very, very cool. Who loves her wine. Yes, um, Jess Harris. Yeah. What a perfect pairing you might know from many things on television. And her online um, series Wine. There you go. But without further ado, let's um, – uh, without further ado is what I just said. Well, that'll – yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
All right, well, um, uh, and our guest uh, is now in the bar, David, and very excited uh, about our guest expert, someone who knows about the alcohol industry, as we've already said, um, a winemaker, an independent winemaker, his own label. Uh, his name is Dan Buckle. His wine is Circe. Welcome into the bar, Dan. Thanks for being here. Hello, Dan Buckle. Th- thanks for having me, guys. Um, and, and I'm correct in saying that this is you. This is, you. This is all Circe. Yeah, I have a business partner, but he's... Uh Spectacularly lazy and living in New Zealand right now, so I'm calling it my own. Let's yeah. write him so off. So you should. It's yeah. a shame you even mentioned him at all <laughs> with his reputation like that. Yeah, yeah. In tatters. Yeah. Um, now, Cersei, uh, I as soon as you told me before we came in, I was like, "Is that Greek?" Uh, and I was happy to find out that I was correct on that. But that's Good. about the end of what I know. It's not bad. Most people need the full explanation. Yes. Yeah. So I did a arts degree once upon a time and studied a bit of classical studies and when we were looking for a name we came across this story in Homer's Odyssey of Circe and she's a, a temptress and a, and a bit of a witch. Right. And um, in the story Odysseus and his men end up shipwrecked on her island in the Mediterranean and um, she takes them in and uh, over dinner she pours her magical wine and they all turn into pigs uh, so we thought that was a nice metaphor for Pinot Noir and the effects of drinking too much of it. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. It's a little bit um, spirited away. Yeah, and so we, we were ahead, literary. Of, yeah. ahead of Game of Thrones on that because if you've watched that wonderful series, there, there is a character called Cersei there but she's not much reflective of the original Cersei. Uh, yeah, and we found this really nice image on the internet which we ripped off and used for the label and... Yeah, the label's very cool. Yeah. So, so if this is this is your your own um, wine label, yeah. um, you make it. Where do you source your fruit from? So we run a couple of vineyards at Mornington Peninsula. Okay, um, good part of the world. It is, but it's crazy expensive. Land. I was going to say it's the most expensive real estate per square meter in Australia. Is that right? That'd be right. Yeah, down down on the peninsula, and that obviously rolls over to vineyards and any kind Everything. of thing, doesn't so, it? Yeah, right. yeah, for me to purchase and. Plant a vineyard at Mornington would just not be realistic financially. Um, so what do you lease a vine? So we lease vineyards, yeah. So a couple of places where the owners, uh, well, one owner had sort of spent 15 years trying to make a go of it whilst running a business career and found it frustrating and didn't want to do it anymore but quite like the aesthetics of it. So we lease it from him and, and another owner who's a similar position just likes the having a vineyard and a few cases of wine and doesn't really want to do anything more than that. So so if it's expensive and, you know, you're an independent guy, you can sort of go anywhere and lease, a, I imagine, there's there's plenty of opportunity to lease a vineyard. Why why Mornington Peninsula? And I guess it probably plays into the wine you're making. Why Pinot Noir? Yeah, so we wanted to make Pinot Noir. Um, I love Pinot Noir. And for my drinking pleasure, Pinot Noir has always really been rung my bell, it's my, it's my opinion that Pinot's the ultimate grape. So Pinot grows well at Mornington and Mornington as a region has a really solid connection to Pinot and if you ask consumers what Mornington does well, they know Pinot Noir is a thing there where other places like the Yarra Valley or Geelong are a bit more scattered varietally. Um, and my dad had a property down there when we were teenagers so I Pretty familiar with the country and got a number of contacts down there. So yeah, great. Feels yeah. right. I yeah, think you'll yeah, find yeah. the region of Geelong are very good at bourbon in a can. Yeah, <laughs> growing it. Yeah, um, and Just I to guess dig at our friends in Geelong. Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> um, 
Dan, and you said you said off air that you live in Clifton Hill, yeah, at the moment, and yep. you can't really run a vineyard around in the backyard there, can you? No, no. sadly. I was yeah. thinking about. I know Clifton Hill. There's some tennis courts. You could knock those down. And yeah, put in a tiny vineyard in Clifton Hill. There's near a train station there. There's maybe? a tiny vineyard in Hawthorne. Q is there? Um, just on the bend in the river there, and I've always wondered who gets to make that booze. That'd Interesting. Be, that'd be cool, yeah. I'm from um, up uh, northeast Victoria, Bright, that, yep. that region, and there's a couple of – well, uh, my a friend and my manager was – he's a he loves wine and he was surprised to hear that there's any wine coming out of those areas because they're quite high. Yep. And, uh, and w- is, so the climate, I don't know anything, but yep. is can you only grow a certain kind of thing up in that region, like northeast so Victoria? Climate is everything with regard to wine. So. Sure. Uh, Bright's pretty cold because those alpine valleys are pretty nippy. They're sure. not super elevated. Bright's not really no, that high up. But, no, but it's, but it's cold. It can get cold. and Yeah. yeah. So different – like there's thousands of different grape varieties and uh, different grape varieties ripen at different times so it can tolerate more heat or more cold depending on what you're trying to do. So uh, Pinot Noir ripens relatively quickly so it thrives in colder places where it has a longer ripening period. So Bright is good for – Pinot Chardonnay is the same, uh, Riesling pretty similar. Right, right. Uh, Shiraz needs more heat and you can't really get it ripe and it doesn't work in that kind of place. So, Okay. We're all learning. What are, yeah, great. I yeah. have a question that I've, I've wanted to ask. I've asked a couple of other people that haven't been uh, wine experts such as yourself. But if, if I'm going for a Pinot Noir, everyone goes, well, that's a red wine, right? It's usually yeah. quite a lot, light colour to it. Yeah. But if, if you're getting a sparkling um, wine... Yeah. Especially here in Australia, yep. most often it's a sparkling Pinot Noir. Or a blend of, yeah. Right? Yep. And that's so clear. You know that episode in The Simpsons where Lisa's explaining to Homer that all his favourite things come from the pig? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favourite episodes. I can't probably, remember. Probably that. I should know that. David's probably not as much into that episode. I just like no. that in, in 10 minutes you've mentioned a different Homer also to do with pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've gone from one yeah. end to the other. Yeah. Homer and pigs and Homer and pigs. <laughs> um, that's all I heard. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. But, um, yes, so, so well, you're talking about... Pinot honey. Noir is that you can... If you look at a grape, an individual grape, and cut it in half with a scalpel, yes. the colours in the skin... And so all the colour and tannin are in the, the skin. There's tannin in the pips as well. Uh, but the pulpy bit in the middle is clear. So yes. if you squeeze it, a fresh Pinot Noir grape, you can get clear what blanc white oh. juice and make a white sparkling base with it. Or if you macerate the skin a little bit, you can get rosé pinks. Yes. And the, and the whole rainbow of rosé from very pale to quite lollipoppy. Or you can macerate the, the skin and the juice together and ferment it together and extract all the colour and make red wine. There you go. But see, there's because there's no distinction on the bottle in terms of if you just look at the word, yeah. it, it'll still just say Pinot Noir because it's just the grape. Yeah. So and it's a white sparkling yes. wine. Yeah. Ah, right. Well, this is radical for Isn't me. Isn't it? Yeah, I, I had no idea. With the same talking. name as this bottle. I thought Harley's clearly gone crazy here. No. <laughs> he's really embarrassing himself with this. <laughs> Turns out he's he's on it, on the money. That's well, amazing. Well, listen, let's not just sit here and wax lyrical. Let's um, wet the palate. And you've brought in two – and so you exclusively make Pinot Noir. You, that's the we, only great. We do make got. a little bit of Chardonnay okay. and um, sometimes some Shiraz, but the main game for us is Pinot Noir, yeah. Yeah. Amazing, okay. amazing. And you've brought two two versions in for two us. Two versions in. So they're, they're both from 2017. They're both from Mornington. One's a blend of several vineyards and the other's a, a single vineyard, that, the one – 
that we, we manage at Red Hill South. Okay. It smells amazing. So this, this first one's the blend. Cheers. And I know that you meant to can put we, your nose in it first. Do we? Yeah, we cheers a wine. Cheers. We can, cheers. We can cheers. Cheers. Thank you for So thank if you, you want to be really professional, a bit of swirling. Oh, yep. Let's swirl it Swirling, around. that makes you look like you know what you're doing. Mm, it does. Um, but also helps release a bit more aroma from the by making the surface area open up a bit. David, do you know where the, the tradition of cheers comes from? <laughs> I, no, I don't. Do you want to just tell us real quick? Well, it was... It was where did it come from, the tradition of cheers? It was way back some sort of medieval era. In but five words or less, just tell us. It, it, was, it was to prove that there was no poison in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was very hard and it, yeah, and it would go into, into the, the other... And the other one... There you go. Let's hear that fact again next week. Good. <laughs> um, I know right, I feel, I'm feeling for our producer, Michelle, who would probably be loving this right now and she's watching. Now, I don't I don't drink a, a lot of red wine. Um, I oh. may have already mentioned, but if I do, I pretty much exclusively drink Pinot Noir. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's what I gravitate towards. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can give some kind of uh, review on yours. Great, go that's for it. That's a cracking wine. Um, I would correct me if I'm wrong, but there feels like there's a lot of citrus. Citrus sort yeah. of flavour in there. Acidity's there. there. Yeah. Yeah. I, Your palate, Harley. It's very, it's it's very clear to look through, which I really like. Right. Uh, don't like cloudy. No, not not particularly. Yeah. I, and I don't like a meaty wine, like a, a thick red wine. I feel like uh-huh. um, they don't they, they don't respond well with me. No, that that, that, that looks amazing, and it tastes fantastic. It's, it's delicious it's wine. Light. I could, I feel like you could drink uh, several glasses quite easily. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. The the idea with Cersei for us from the very beginning was to make wines that are super compelling in terms of aroma mm. where you just want to fall in love with the smell of it. And I don't want to make wine – I made a lot of Shiraz in a previous job and I don't want to make wine that's focused about power or weight. I want something that feels light that – when you get to the end of the bottle, it's a bit disappointing. It's like, oh, bugger, we've run yes. out. Rather than, yeah, we got there, we achieved that bottle yeah. of charade. <laughs> sure, yes. sure. Yeah. That's like what a good comedy show should be. Yeah. Know? <laughs> really, like, you, you're right. like, oh, thank God it's over. Good, we can leave now. You want it to be, oh, that could have, I wish there was more. Yeah. You know? Do you know what that tastes like to me? It tastes like Hannah's driving herself to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I had that feeling. I thought this is good enough to just plant that seed to, in Harley's mind. To settle in. That's no, very nice. And get yeah. into it. That's delicious, Dan. Um, all right. Well, then I, I don't know what to do, whether we just finish that bottle and then crack into the second or maybe we should just crack into the we'll second. We'll crack into the second. Yeah. So th- so this one is uh, – the first one was the blend. This one this is just from – Just from one vineyard. Yes. So it's uh, oh. only five barrels of this one we make. Well, we're very lucky to get some. And this one's done the old-fashioned way, 100% by a foot. Really? So, yeah, there's, uh, there's no mechanical de-stemming. It, we just take the grapes and stomp on them. Who's stomping? You, are you stomping? I do some and I try to get as many other people involved as I can because it's a real life experience to be sort of waist deep in fermenting Pinot Gras. Waist deep? Yeah, wow. deeper, yeah. Now, to, uh, a question there, just a hygiene question. Yeah. Do they, what sort of, are they, you do know. Do you wear like foot gloves? <laughs> Everyone asks the hygiene question. No, I'm being silly, but I imagine no, no, it's a real you're not com- just ripping your shoes and socks let, off. Let me go back in history. Like, Please. Um, the reason that wines made from grapes are really popular in human society is from a caveman point of view, if you mush up fruit, it'll ferment and make some sort of boozy mush and, mm. and that if you 
happen across a tree laden with plums. You can bring them back to your cave and when you're sick of eating plums, you can mush them up and it'll ferment and become some sort of plummy wine mush. Yep. Mm. And if you eat that or ingest it, it gets the obvious alcohol effect and life in the cave gets better. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, still, that's now. a very motivating thing to do if you're a caveman. And so people, with this would have been invented in multiple different ways, but pretty quickly they, people, humankind figured out that grapes work better than nearly all the other fruit because grapes have, excuse me, um, relatively high sugar, so they ferment out to a relatively high alcohol uh, as a finished wine. And also they have tartaric acid. So tartaric acid's extremely rare in nature and it's not a part of, I'm getting a bit technical. No, no I love it. Um, <clears throat> it's not a part of biochemistry in any living thing. So it's not a food for bacteria or yeast or anything. And so wines made from grapes have a very stable and low pH and that means there's nothing human pathogen tinea can grow in wine. And so, again, going back historically, um, you know, if your little village is drinking from the stream where the neighbouring village is shooting in the stream upstream... Yeah, you're going to get crook. ...in a world of typhoid yes. and cholera, wine is suddenly the, your safest bet. So To drink, of course. To drink, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's the kind of prehistory of it all and it explains why it's entirely safe for me to jump on my grapes and... In any case, we sterile filter everything. But I'm with you, yeah. So yeah, there you yeah. go. So you don't have to actually do any kind of um, uh, preparation of your feet. Personal hygiene, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not really. There you go. It's quite amazing. Mm. It's a very robust very... sort of uh, thing really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, let's uh, crack into this one. Put, put your nose in it, David. And another Pinot Noir, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's as clear if not more so. Um, that's a very different wine. That's about as much as I've got. It's very good. Yeah. It's th- there's not as much acidity in, in that one. It's a lot smoother. Acidity, True. to measure it's the same but it's gentler in that wine because yeah. it's more integrated and together. Yeah. So wine's a bit interesting like that because you can do all the science on it. You can measure the pH and titratable this and malic acid that and you can have a set of numbers but different vineyards and different grapes have different flavours and different... Attributes and they have different longevities as well, which is really hard to explain. So from working with this vineyard for the last 10 years, I can say these wines evolve very, very slowly. You can, If you buy one of these wines, you could keep it for 15 years and it would still be delicious. The to same. Drink. Or it would still be in the same character. Yeah, right. Um, where some wines you buy and five years later they're just, Yes. Know. They don't keep as well. Yeah. It's so, amazing, it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's all a bit theoretical right now because the, what we joke about is that ageing wine is what happens on the back seat on the way home from the supermarket. Like people, <laughs> people don't collect and age wine anymore. It's not modern consumer behaviour but it's oh, yeah, right, right. part of the mystique of wine is can I keep this a long time? Yes. Yeah. And, and is there any financial um, benefit for keeping wine anymore? Is it, I mean, obviously there's still old wines that are worth a fortune and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but some wines that are worth a fortune you wouldn't even drink. Uh, there's some like that that have just become it's just a commodity thing. thing. Yes. Um, there are some that appreciate in value but it's pretty unusual. Um, so, so collecting wine as a profitable exercise for ageing and reselling is... I wouldn't recommend it. The game's it. Yes. changed, has yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyone that does have one of those nice cellars in their house, um, it's more for because they enjoy it and they like 
the yeah, taste. and I think it's a geeky guy thing where people sure. like buying stuff and collecting sure, yeah, it, yeah. and yes. they often don't drink it as fast as they should. Sure, so sure. I suffer from this. I, I've got wine in my collection that I should have drunk a while ago. Um, is it we're more than happy to come around and help you out. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit like that. And, uh, you know, you, you're a self-proclaimed wine nerd. Mm. Um, I've just given you that label. But yeah. is is this just all you drink or is, does wine become no, a bit too no, much? not at all. Um, yeah. we, I drink all kinds of wine from all around the world and I drink beer yeah. quite copiously. And <laughs> You're not uh, crazy, are you, Dan? <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. the reason I brought up, there's, there's quite a, uh, um, an increasing amount of um, beer labels uh, going into wine and uh, but more so wine labels going into beer. Yeah. Um, have you guys looked down that? I made a cider once yes. and I won't ever do that again. Right. It's terrible. But, yeah. um, Bloody apples. Yeah, terrible fruit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Take that apple. I've made beer in a backyardy kind of way. I've never gone the full mash and everything else, but I admire brewers who do it. Um, I like certain types of beer that are a bit tricky to get right. Like, I yes. particularly like Czech Pilsner and Ooh. that sort of SARS hops note that I find really compelling and refreshing. And you'll drink that uh, off, oft, will you? Yeah. Yeah, right. Great. Um, so, hard to make that kind of beer at home like there's other ales and more other styles that are a bit easier to produce but yeah well most importantly um people listening to this are going to want to go and get their self some Cersei wine yep. i don't imagine that's an easy thing you can uh, jump on grab. our website so okay www.cerseywines.com.au uh, and, and you deliver around the country deliver it anywhere in australia there you go what a great thing yeah well are you in any uh retail Outlets, uh, Black Hearts and Sparrows, yeah, great, wonderful, great one. You know, locally around here in yep. Fitzroy, um, and we're not underrepresented. We're not at Dan Murphy's and uh, lots of good restaurants sure. stock our stuff as well. Sure, sure, right, yeah. Well, Dan Buckle, thank you very much for bringing in two cracking wines, uh, and thanks for the uh, wine nerdery. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Very much appreciated. Thank you, Dan. Cheers, guys. All right. Well, we should absolutely do the right thing here, uh, DQ, David Star Quirk, and introduce our guest, Barfly. And it's quite a beautiful pairing. It's like putting a fine wine with a great dish. That's sorry, that came out way. <laughs> that is smooth. Way more like a Sunday, than I intended it. it to Am be. I the dish or the fine wine? <laughs> well, we did have uh, um, the, the wonderful Cersei Wine in, and now we have the wonderful uh, TV star, writer, uh, and specifically what writer of a, a show called. Wine. It's Jess Harris. Jessica Harris. Hello. Hello, Jess. Um, Jess is a great friend of mine. Yes. And uh, can I use that term? Yeah, absolutely. Would you consider me a great friend? <laughs> yes, is that too strong? No, I would. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. But we call we constantly call each other by full first names on in text, yeah. don't we? Jessica and David. David. I, don't know where I that like came it. From. It's it nice works. And formal. It, yes. It, it's our thing. Well, that's that's how I my my whole connection with David is that I, I never refer to him as Dave. That's true. He's DQ to you. No, no, he's David. Oh, yeah, he's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Like he's DQ or he's David. There's yeah. no Dave. No. Ali's more like a lover. Oh, mm. beautiful! And we're deep diving straight, in, straight into it. <laughs> well, look, this is that's the drink talking. So um, <laughs> you, we should offer you a drink. I'd and, love one. and would you like a drink made by an independent winemaker that's also touched his toes? Because oh. this wine is uh, stomped uh, in the traditional sense. Uh, seriously? Yeah. I've never yeah. had that. I've never, well, not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge. Not to my knowledge. 
Didn't get any um, mouth-born tinea. Not that, that I know of at this stage. It may happen after this glass. It's all ahead of me. Well, we just found out that uh, apparently that's not like the, the wine is like a, a magic <laughs> yes, it's, uh, serum. It kills the it, All bacteria. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's the point and that's one of the great reasons why <laughs> alcohol was invented and yeah. better than water and all that's that sort of stuff. Do I actually cut my foot once at a party and everyone was a little... So get it to the grapes. Cheery, and it was, it, that was someone's first port of call was pour wine on it. Was it? To, really? to sterilise it, yeah. But at what stage in the party did you cut your this foot? This was late. I yes. stomped on a bowl and my shoe fell off and then I had to be cut and then everyone's pouring wine. But then everyone's like, no, it's vodka. I don't think yeah, wine yeah. sterilises it. And then everyone went out. I went home and ended up having to get stitches the next day. It's like, is it wine or you, blood yeah. coming out now? <laughs> oh, God. You got gangrene. <laughs> I do believe the drink you know, you're meant to pour on it is Dettol. Oh, that is, that's, that's the drink right. of choice for no. a cut. Is that right? No, no, I didn't get any well, of it right. Well, um, enjoy the wine. Okay. Um, Can I have one of these and two? What sort you can of, have one of those. I see it's red, but what, what sort a, of it's red? It's a Pinot Noir. I'm gorgeous. That's my favourite red. He, it's, it's ours. Is it uh, mine? I, I was gorgeous. about to say ours, but uh, I can't speak for David. I never will. No, I would shouldn't. never propose. Nor should you. <laughs> my thoughts um, upon you. Do we oh, cheers? I get subject to quite a bit of Shiraz. but Oh, do you? Pinot Noir I'm a big fan of, yeah. You like a thick... Uh, meaty Sick. bodied wine. <laughs> oh, I don't, yuck. I know what's Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, you did do a. Um, is, is it uh, fair to refer to it as a wet? Oh, that's sorry. lovely. Did you like? Isn't that? it great? That is really nice. Mm. It's all organic and um, it's vegan. Oh, She's also good. she also has got the V plates, oh, so she yeah. likes this even more. I didn't know that fact. I know it's into silly, my isn't it? Veganism about that, that you know that that some wines are filtered with yes milk, all that. I didn't know that. It's crazy. It's well, great. there's quite it's a lot of um, alcohol that uh, is compromised by animals. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, we talked about the fact that uh, for a very long time, I don't know how much of it exists anymore, that beer was filtered through the stomach lining of certain animals. Oh, God. Why? So, What's the point? I think they do it for fun. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Sounds it. It's cool. That is delicious. That's lovely. Yeah. And I am a bit of a germaphobe for the feet thing. I'm fine with it. I you, think it was ages ago. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> feet touched that like two years ago. I got over it's it pretty fine. quickly. You know. Yeah. No, it was my first question. It was definitely um, the hygiene vibe. Yeah. But he... Dispelled it quite quickly. Yeah, didn't Beautiful. he? Well, you'd want to when you when you're peddling a wares. <laughs> well, yeah, that is stomped with some, your feet. Some people lie, though, don't mm. they? No, for their but brand. You, you can make up your own facts, really, to suit whatever agenda you. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what a lie now, is. Are you are you a yeah. wine buff? Like, do you love wine? Or more, more the point, like you've enjoyed yeah. that wine. That's your yeah. favourite Pinot Noir. But you also did this, and I would refer to it as a webisode. Yes. Yep. Uh, mini. The, the, the way of the future for creatives, really. Yeah, yeah. Create your own mm. content. Yeah. Um, with the one, wonderful Emily Tahini. Yes. Um, was that because you love wine? Yeah, we loved drinking wine together. Mm. I don't know much about wine. Right. It's, um, well, welcome she, to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. I, um, I am a wine enthusiast but know, know not much about it. So the, the series was born from us catching up. We became sort of new best friends and we'd always have a wine together and you'd chat and tell all your stories. So it's more about the conversation that the wine brings out rather yeah. than, you know, this is a lovely bloody... Whatever. I don't know, <laughs> Riesling <laughs> from the Clare the, Valley or yeah. wherever it's yeah. done. No, that's good. It sounds um, good what that, you're talking about. That's a real thing. I bought that before. Yeah. I bought that before. So I, I, I would love to know more. I would love to say I know, you recommend a lovely wine to a friend, but I don't. But There's um, also thousands and thousands of them. Wines. Yeah, wines. Harley. You know? Sure. So what, it's yeah. too hard to know about them, you mean? Yeah. 
Well, just well, well, I guess the other side is just throw out a recommendation. Yeah. And go, that one's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real. La- I look at the label. I look at the label, mm. the price point, um, something that, and, and something I can sort of wrap your head, like sort yeah, of familiar, get on board with something like, oh, I've seen that, or, or I know that region, or you know, like the graphic Samuel design. Was does a that, big how much does the graphic ages, design <laughs> go into it for you? The design. You know, like oh, it looks yeah, cool, and labels, I want it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Labels, price point, and, and they're more recently in the last couple of years, if it's vegan, I'll look on the back. Mm-hmm. So I narrow all that down and bang. And I'm a very impulsive wine shopper. <laughs> just sort of go with whatever jumps out at me. I don't like to spend too much time looking. Yeah, so yeah, it's overthinking we, things. I don't overthink much. Just close your eyes so and reach out. <laughs> yeah. And you're on your way to work or something. Yeah. Just say, I'm impulsive. <laughs> yeah. It's 10 o'clock. Exactly. This is the one that spoke to me. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a very similar saying to, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover, you shouldn't judge a wine by its cover. But okay. The vast majority of wine that I've ever purchased in my life yeah. has always been for someone else. I don't consume much of it uh, off my own bat. Like if I'm buying alcohol for myself, yeah. it's beer. So when I'm choosing it for someone else, oh, got it. I, I want it to look good. To absolutely. Because then they're like, woo, have a look at this. Yeah, so you're no, more like it's, a, it's a showpiece when you turn up absolutely. to a dinner party. Yeah. yeah. But you could be wrong, can't you? Absolutely. That's the problem. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Do you go for ones that look expensive? Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and if it's really expensive, by the way, I just tell people. Oh, you have to. Yeah. I go, well, this I is a nice bottle. I paid $25 for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go, you know, I've lashed out tonight. I'm, yeah. Guys, I've got a good bottle. If you really enjoy it, don't feel like you have to buy it again because <laughs> yeah. it did cost me forty eight ninety nine. <laughs> wow, that's that's a that's an expensive one. And Jess, yes, so how much of the the webisodes yeah. was based in like just basically lifted dialogue, if any, from oh, like real life? I would say most of it, really, not yeah, all of right. it, but tweaked and sort of obviously, of course, of course, yeah. Thrown together Made in a funnier. very creative way, mm. dialed up. Not that you, you two aren't <laughs> funny. Obviously, you are both very funny. But but we talk a lot about dating, like people we've dated and in, in, in funny dating stories. Because Em and I, when we would ta- you know catch up, that was the main thing that we would talk about. So now, though, both being dating actually out in the world and people watching that series, it's often. So how much of that is true? How much should yeah. I be listening to in that? All of it. Yeah. All of it. All yeah. of it. <laughs> Believe that. Yeah. 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 Men, men who uh, <laughs> want to date you should yeah. watch your series yes. first. Actually, that's probably a great way. That's that's the future of dating. Yeah. It's not online dating. You you actually do an online series. Series of yeah. who you are. Who you are. <laughs> it's like Tinder but way harder and you have <laughs> the, to be really clever. Yeah. Really yeah. narrow it down. <laughs> yeah. So and all, There was a six-week been... shoot just to get, a, <laughs> to get a date. It was really hard. I didn't get the funding. Yeah. <laughs> And we refer to the sort of exes as, you know, you know, the Irish basketball player or, you, you know, the one that yeah. You know, yeah, X, Y, right. Z. So Emily recently was on a date and he was like, who will I be in your next series? <laughs> the guy said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I know exactly who he is. He's the fashion designer that had chickens who only drank <laughs> soda water. Couldn't, right. He had to have bubbly water That's all the time. That's of course who Emily Tahini yeah. was dating. <laughs> really? Really? No oh, alcohol. No, now I've outed her, haven't I? <laughs> Gosh, I'm, thinking, I'm just thinking. I actually know that bloke. What have you done? The chicken owner. Oh no! Hey, I'm a chicken owner. She's you gonna are. kill me. Sure as shit, not a fashion designer. Though. Yeah. Do, do have chickens? You've got a nice haircut though at the moment, huh? For what it's worth. Oh, thank you, mate. Yeah. Hey, that's nice. Just a bit of sincere. <laughs> I was going to say it at the start. And, I, and Jess has got, got a cool outfit on. Oh, thanks, Dave. So a bit of visual. Yeah. And what about me? I'm, Do we have to return the car? What am I, some sort of chicken owner over here? <laughs> you look classic. You look, you look uh, fit. You look trim. Well, I've, been, I've started work. 
Um, did I tell that my career's flailing and I had to get a job as a bicycle no, listen, career? I read an article <laughs> about this recently that people who are in the uh, the arts uh, that are creatives, however, mm. whatever gross way you want to refer to us, as you shouldn't shame them for having a day job. It's quite an, an impossible thing to do, do this career. It's true, isn't it? In any this... kind of longevity without supplementing your income with some other means. Yeah. Especially in a country like this, I think. Absolutely. And, but, you know, I didn't mean to go down this path, but you, you've worked retail like I have. Yeah, I do. I, I yeah. currently work at And yeah. I think it's great to have another job. I like to do something that switches off that mm. sort of part of your brain and do something very just practical and yes. sort of clear cut. Yeah, not absolutely. Not so sort of wibbly wobbly. It's why so. I garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely why I garden. I but spend... no one's paying you. Yeah, there's not a lot of, not, not a lot of money in it. A lot of money. I'm not volunteering at a closed shop. I'm getting money for it. Yeah. No, I, t- I probably when, should get a job. Well, I the last week I've been riding as a as a bicycle courier here in the city of Melbourne. It's pretty. It's um, I think I'm all right at it. Um, yeah. Because I've always ridden bikes, but I tell you what, when a, just when I nearly get hit by a car, I'm not thinking about the series that's not getting up. It's yeah. good, you know. My mind is. Did you nearly get here? Nah. Just saying it for yeah. effect. This is a dangerous city. I'm to good. Be a, I'm a good rider. They, well, it's a dangerous city to be a courier in, though. Nah, trams, hook flat. turns, oh, wet. Yeah. Yep. Do yep. you ride, Harley? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I I've ride. seen him on a bike. Yeah, I um. Have I you have been a, drunk on a bike? Yes, absolutely. Um, with uh, a previous friend of the show, Geraldine Hickey, uh, it was a wonderful um, afternoon on yeah. the grog, and uh, I think it was like a grand final of some kind, which I, I never really pay much attention to yes. uh, because I was drinking. And um, we left. It actually came up in my uh, Facebook memories. Aren't they wonderful? Uh, I was like, hey, I'm on what, a photo of it. Yeah, it was like, remember what you wrote? And basically, what happened? I, I had fallen off my bike into a hedge. Oh, I've um, done that too. Yeah. Then giggled, and then she helped me on. Onto the bike and sent me on my way, and I was like, "No, I'm fine. That's cute." <laughs> yeah, because well, we've brought this up before, but now that we're in it, we have to bring it up again. You can lose your driving license for can being you? drunk on a bike. Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely. And then, uh, which isn't fair, is it? No, it's not fair because if you don't have a driver's license and you're drunk on a bike, yeah, I didn't nothing know happens. that. Yeah. It's also not. Oh, fair you do get a fine. Yeah, I can imagine your bike being confiscated or sure. <laughs> being I'll get another one. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, you're not paying like all the fees. Uh, here's get another one. Thanks, officer. You think you've got me, but I can get another bike. It's dangerous and get drunk to be again. Riding drunk, I will say that. Yeah, but Let, it's let's fun. put that out there as a disclaimer. Do there. not get because on any kind of vehicle drunk. It's stupid. Yeah. 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 I reckon. In fact, I saw just the other day, speaking of things you shouldn't do in a ve- on a vehicle, and uh, this is a little bit off topic, but um, there's a kid that lives right near my house yeah. that goes to the same school as my eldest kid. Uh, this kid's a couple of years older than my big kid, and um, <laughs> he was riding a scooter yeah. while looking at his phone. Oh, God. How old With is one, he? He'd be 11. With should one I, hand is hard, actually. Should I contact his parents? Absolutely. You'd think, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would send the message. So just your going, kid is fast turning into hey, a dickhead. <laughs> your eleven-year-old was on a scooter looking at their phone. It's Sorry if I'm up. overstepping the boundaries here, yeah. but that's insane. Yeah. You know, are it, you worried for his safety? Are you worried for the fact that he's not looking up in life and experiencing? <laughs> oh, I don't give a the fuck where he ends up. The, I just don't want him to be killed on like, my watch. Yeah, no, fair enough. The fact that yeah. he's eleven and he's on Tinder <laughs> on his scooter. <laughs> Um, is that what you're concerned? No, but, um, can I just say it's hard. I I check my phone while riding, you know, and just. Well, I, you're a courier. 
I'm a courier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's right. I am now. Call me what I am. And um, how long have you been a courier? It's been five, three shifts. Yeah. And um, and that's what you are now, David. Until you die. So, and then this. It's just courier in this podcast for me now. Courier, see courier. me on the main. You should see the way I dress. I tell you, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get respect from the other couriers. It's serious. I don't have a proper bike helmet. Have you got look- a courier sticker on your bike? No. Look no. at his jacket. It looks like he's out of Glengarry um, Glen Ross. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Oh, you're my friends. Now, listen, I'll tell you what is uh, yes. hard the, yes, about please. this kid riding with the, the scooter. Because a scooter has no seat, right? Mm. And it's hard one handed to ride. It's like standing right. up off your seat riding a bicycle with one hand. That's it's right. quite hard. It's very difficult. So, in a, way, in a way, the kid's a legend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, he will be a legend because he's going to get killed. The you're future a of a, a courier to look forward to. You could be a courier. You're a big cyclist. Yeah, I love to ride. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you and your sister Nat are riders. Oh, more. She's more of a rider than you even. How would you know that? Because she seems to always <laughs> show up every score, day. Yeah. She seems to always show up on a bike. She's only got the option of the bike, okay. so I have the <laughs> option of a van. So that's why I chop and change. So where do you live in this uh, wonderful city of ours of Melbourne? I live in Northcote. Yeah, of course you ride. Yeah, 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 you've got to ride. Yeah. I hate being stuck in traffic. Yeah. I would choose to ride most mm. places every now and again, jump in the van. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I've been car doored a couple of times. I've Have been you? slipped in the tram. Some people don't know what car day. doored is because oh. I, I know that because of Geraldine Hickey used to have a joke yes, about she, she famously yes. got car doored <laughs> yeah. and she, you know, she never knew, had it happen. She never knew what it was, but had it happen yeah. to her, and she was surprised that it had a name. Oh, so really? it's, it's when you're riding at yeah. some speed because you can get very, very hurt, right? Yeah. And someone just simply opens their door and it's... Without yeah. looking. Bad news. Yeah. Yeah. It's the thing You've that I'm that? most scared of riding because some things you can predict a little bit, you can look ahead, you can pick good roads with bike paths and all that, but you cannot ever... No. ...foresee when someone's just not going to look yep. and whip that door open. So just, yeah, on... Um, in uh, Carlisle Street and just got whacked down to the middle oh. of the road and then there was a truck coming and, and right. other people scooped me up and pulled me off. And, um, and yeah, it was just... It was you weren't seriously just, injured, though? No, I wasn't injured. I was fine. I was Oof. just spooked and shaky and then the guy who knocked me off was like, oh, didn't know how to really handle it. And he said, can I, can I take you out for a coffee? <laughs> tried to pick you up. <laughs> Picked me up off the road and tried to pick me up. But I was, um, I was like, the last thing I want to do is go and sit and have a caffeinated beverage with you right now. Look, I know I violently assaulted you, but if you wouldn't mind giving me some of your time for a date and see if we can really kick things That's, off. Yeah, this I could be the start so, of a great love story. so sorry, but do you want a coffee? Yeah. Uh, would that help? He was like a, a much older, overweight man. I don't know why I needed to say he was overweight. No, you know what? It just really a makes a lot of sense. Mm, he would drink yeah. coffee, that That's guy. what those yeah. kinds yeah. of people do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, let, let's go to bike riding um, yeah. and, and, uh, and move into your origin story, Jess. Okay. Um, and I'd love to know what is what was your first drink? Now, yep. when I ask this question, I, I've realised there's a whole lot of people that didn't grow up the way I grew up, yep. uh, which was I didn't have my first drink from my parents oh, giving me a taste. Yeah. So that a lot of our guests yeah, that's have me. been, oh, well, Dad gave me a beer. Yeah. Um, or Granddad gave me a sip of wine. Yeah. Um, and then they eventually get around to their first drink that's 
they were the that they chose. Yeah, they were steering the ship on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you you had a taste of your dad's beer. Uh, brandy and dry. Brandy and dry. Wow, yeah. You remember that clearly. Yeah, yeah. Is that because yeah. what he would always drink? Yeah, mum and dad. So right, that's right. sort of our family drink, and they were always having a brandy and dry, and we didn't have have any fizzy drinks in the house, so we would always have a bit of the dry ginger. Right. Yes. And that was like a treat, and so then you'd, they'd be having a brandy and dry, and we'd just have a little sip. Oh yeah. And yeah, we all had a real taste for the brandy and dry. <laughs> do, you, do you drink it now? I love it now, of course. <laughs> so it's not really in drink, is it, brandy it's and dry? Not. It hasn't come yeah. back yet, has no. it? Sort of is it ever in? When was it, it in? It sounds like in your household. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite a deal. There's not a lot of people sitting around with brandy and dries in advertising. We should reasons. get one. You should get one for Jess yeah. before yeah. she leaves. We'll get a brandy and dry. Oh, brandy she's got to drive a vehicle. Yeah, we know, I do, yeah. You know how that no. can go. Put yeah. it on a push bike. But it's still our family drink. I, I love it and it's got that nostalgic... Why, you know, why then? Because obviously it's not because uh, of you, it's because of your mum and dad. Why yeah. are they into brandy and dry? Oh, I don't know. I think it was just, um, no, I have no idea. It's a weird drink to be, well, I mean, it's not, yeah. a weird, it's not the oddest drink in the have world. Have you had it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And what yeah, do you think lovely. of it? Yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Well, I love dry ginger. I just think it's really, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it, the dry ginger is that sort mm. of slight savouriness to it almost. Even, yes. even way, dry ginger's you know? gone out of vogue, hasn't it? Mm. Just, I, I can't remember the last time I saw it. I can, it's, yeah. it's all about ginger beer now. But but it, it is a bit. Brandy and ginger beer doesn't work. No. It just, yeah. Too sweet. Yeah, someone brought mm. that over just recently. My sister came around and she brought it and it just doesn't work, doesn't mix. Mm. Yeah, so big mistake. She's ruined the night. Absolutely. She's ruined a lot of things. Out of the will. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most recent one I can think of. But uh, if we've got time, I could go it into more. It doesn't check out. You'd think that would work. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It doesn't. No, I you know, know what really works with ginger sweet. beer is, is um, uh, spiced rum. Beautiful. Oh, spice rum and ginger beer. Hello. Yeah. Sounds Even like better heaven. if you can get an alcoholic ginger beer yeah. and a spiced rum. Oh, I've come never on. done that. Oh, I'll, it's I'll be wonderful. quickly doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's a new summer drink. You'll be doing that promptly, will you? <laughs> big time. Nice squeeze big squeeze of lime. Squeeze of lime. Yeah. Hello. I think we've got similar tastes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is going to work out well. Yes. Um, so moving on from that, yeah. from, from the which is the first time we've had that as an answer, isn't it? Doug? Great, great yeah. reply. Great, Fantastic. Um, good. But when I, I suppose when you were uh, buying your own drinks, or yeah. you know, the first moment you remember having a drink, yeah, um, that wasn't of mum and dad's. Yeah, it was a, a cider, a strongbow cider. Okay. So I, I, cause you'd go to parties as a kid. You, everyone was drinking. It was mainly just sort of everyone from the same cask of wine. And I said to mum, if you let me, if you buy two drinks for me, I will only drink those two drinks so that you yes. know what I'm drinking. And your mum you don't, five brandies. Well, I will be swigging from all sorts <laughs> of things. So it's your things. fault, basically. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. here's your choice. You That's can, you diabolical. Sort of, is it? Well, well, it's it's diabolical? Well, it's clever, isn't it? Because you're forcing her to do it and she sort of has no option but <laughs> to do it. It was a trust thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I was but like, did you do if what you she trust said? me, I'll trust you. <laughs> yeah, something like that. You, you Look, know what I mean. But so you asked her for two drinks. Yes. Yep, and she did that. She yeah. complied because she thought, did you stick to those yeah. two drinks? Yeah, oh, God, this makes me sick to my stomach. You didn't no, do I it. didn't. Of course you <laughs> didn't do it. And <laughs> your mum. horrible because, like, my mum was, I remember the day so clearly in How the car park. I would have been oh, 34. 14, 15. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good, actually. We've got your mum in. And she's. <laughs> I actually spoke to her about it recently and apologised because. Yeah, she really trusted me and believed me. And, and it was, if I'd stuck to the exercise of building trust between her and I, it would have been a lovely moment. But um, yeah, I didn't. Wow. Oh, well. Sorry, mum. No, Everything sorry. Worked so out, she was upset and disappointed. 
with you? No, she didn't know. Oh, she didn't hear her own. But was yeah. she let down now uh, after the fact? No, I think I've done plenty of other things yeah, in that space of time to let her down. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. A um, two drink minimum, we're calling it. Um, <laughs> you know what done. I did once? Just the uh, same kind of thing, but yeah. without ever promising anything to anyone, my family, yeah. when I was probably 10, my cousin, who I'd spend every weekend with, yeah. he found they had the the taxi service in my hometown yeah. of Bright. It was two taxis and yeah. uh, he found a pack of cigarettes in the back seat once yeah. and he started smoking from then on, right? <laughs> oh, right? My and I... like it's he. That's mo- <laughs> a sliding doors moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I've started. <laughs> he goes, these are great, free pack oh, of well. cigarettes. I'm in now. <laughs> this will see me through. But it was because I tried it. He, he brought them up to the cubby house and I had a puff on it and yeah. just that was it. I was like, I never smoked. And, but he was like, this is good stuff, obviously. Yeah. And my point is, I was such a freak that like weeks later I harboured this guilt of, what? of just that I had a, a puff of a cigarette oh, yeah. and I broke down and told my mum about it. You and I, I was like, very similar. Mum, I'm so sorry. I smoked, I puffed on a cigarette and I was crying. Like and even my mum, who wouldn't be into me smoking, basically was looking at me going, Get over it. What a loser. <laughs> you know, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, uh, so I still don't smoke, so good on me. And what does but, it say about your brother, though? Anything that life presents to him, he just. Oh, that's goes my, cu- with my cousin. My oh, cousin. Yeah, uh, well, I of. found it. Now I'm into it. Yeah. Well, actually, same guy. He might, Aaron, if you're listening, obviously I love you. Um, but we did, we did used to play war, you know, like uh, with guns and stuff, yeah. like as the, at that same yeah. age. He like, joined the army. Oh, yes. So, yeah, in a way, in a way, that's how he is. Yeah, great. Very literal. <laughs> very literal person. <laughs> you want a gun? Yep. Okay, I'll go as far as I can go. Well, I better keep going with this. I've started. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's good. That could almost pass off um, as a quirky fact, but I'm sure you have something else for oh. us. Oh, well, th- that let's see that as a half fact because it was <laughs> and it came out of nowhere inspired by you, Jeff. Um, I've got my list, this ridiculous list that I had on the last ep. Mm. Um, I still don't even know exactly what this website is called. Do you know the first time I smoked marijuana? Yeah. Here we go. I, um, I told my dad the very next day, I was 14 years old, um, I should say cannabis. Marijuana is a racist word. Is it? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Ca- yes. Wait, cannabis no, is? No, marijuana is. Marijuana was invented by the FBI to make it sound more Mexican so that they could uh, police it more heavily. Oh, gosh. Um, so I, I try and really correct myself all the yeah. time and say cannabis. Um, yes, yeah, so, so I smoked cannabis for the first time in Bundaberg down in a storm water drain, had a massive big blunt and the very next day <laughs> I told my dad. Yeah. Um, but it Did wasn't it so much like you. I wasn't, no, I wasn't gripped by guilt. It was more well, how, You would have been, been older as well. No, I was 14. You were bragging. Oh, I was probably 10 was at the time. Oh, yeah. right. 10 sorry. or 9 or something. Well, yeah. I wasn't really bragging. Was, uh, I had this um, uh, a real uh, environment of honesty with my old man. Yeah, It was great. just tell, always tell. Oh, I feel so guilty about lying to my mum now. But I told him that. And my older brother was in the background going, just like, cut it, don't cut it out across his throat. What are you doing? I'm like, just being honest. And then he went on to say many years later, uh, while I was still a virgin, he went, Harley is so honest with mum and dad. They'll know he's had a root before he does. (laughs) (laughs) Your your brother's all right. (laughs) Um, Did you? They did not, I I would point out. Apparently, it's listen to this. The this young lady action. that consented to that. She was the first. She, she was the first. That's good. That's, how, had, it should, that's how it should roll hard. She had a gut feeling, I reckon. <laughs> oh, come on, David. Um, come on. Uh, what a beautiful moment. Point, <laughs> point nine, point 
Yes. 0.914% was the highest ever recorded blood alcohol content, which is more than <laughs> twice the typical lethal limit. <laughs> that is that's actually inspiring. Well, I like that. So just for uh, everyone you know what playing along at home, mm. you, you, to drive a car you have to be, you can't blow 0.05, 0.05, you have to be below 0.05. Zero five. So if you mm. blow point zero five, they will make you wait on the yeah. side of the road and have another yeah. go at it. Mm. So you have to actually blow point zero four, and they blew point nine. <laughs> point point nine. <laughs> Basically, point nine fourteen percent. Now I like just that. That is more than twice the typical lethal limit. Lethal, not legal. I, you know, that's lethal. what I like. I was like, that's how they should be measuring it, mate. You're near the lethal <laughs> limit. We can't let you behind the car. But why would you be having a lethal like? Oh, how? Limit. Not why. Like, how could you possibly, you yeah. know, have consumed? So is the lethal limit like what the body can handle? Like is yeah, that like a scientific... Percentage of saturation, per- I right. guess, okay. to the blood. So it's not, they're not going to serve someone up deliberately a lethal amount, are they? I, well, I don't know. Maybe in some know. realm, Jess. I'm not sure. <laughs> Jessica. But um, no. Where, where I, I, was this story from? Well, that's the thing. These facts are not backed up at all. Oh, that's all right. I don't care. Um, Who was it? It doesn't, no, 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 this is What's available. His name? So it's just a random. It's just fact. A ra- okay. I'll like, give you they one could more. Not be real. I, th- I think I blame the website. To be honest, um, you can't it's drink funny that alcohol. You blame the website, and I blame you. Yeah. Well, fair enough. I looked it up. Um, <laughs> listen to this. You can't drink alcohol in British Parliament unless you are what? the Chancellor delivering the annual budget statement. <laughs> Oh, mate. What a, what a thing to inspire to, though. So I'll have my glass now well, while like I deliver. Young, if there's any young drunks in England listening, there's an election coming up. Aim for the Chancellor. Yeah. And what do they have to be doing? Reading the budget. Yeah, the annual budget then statement. You, then you can drink. <laughs> so many things have to align. Sound, both of those sound made up. But I love the lethal limit. I'm going to yeah. go for it tonight. <laughs> um, we are recording later than usual. We um, are. Today, maybe <laughs> I just realised. Edit this out, please. How Luke. many have you had? I've had what you've seen. Okay, but I'm ready to wet the bed. <laughs> um, well, I've had a great time over here. I'm yeah. getting through the wine. It's a beautiful wine. Yeah, it's it's a shame you brought the car. Actually, I know. Just, yeah. Leave it here. Okay, why it's not? only St Kilda. No one gets a parking fine. <laughs> now. Uh, the other thing I'd like to know about our guests, uh, yep. Jess, is... Uh, Jessica, sorry, if, no, if, no, no. if I may. Jess, Jessica, whatever. Feel free to refer to me as my full name. Yeah. Harlequin. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you sound absolutely inebriated all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah. If, yes, <laughs> don't. Um... <laughs> You just got. You've been travelling a lot. I've been travelling a lot. Everyone knows. Now listen. um, Is is there some sort of moment in your drinking uh, history um, where it's stuck with you? Whatever it is, it's positive or it's negative or whatever. Yeah. um, That that it's. But it's alcohol is the main ingredient here. It's fueled a story. Yeah. It's pushed you forward. See, I mean, when I think of that, first of all, my first reaction is my tummy flips a bit. Which is not great, is it? You feel because sick, right? Feel a bit nervous. And that revealing. Of, <laughs> oh, you feel nervous hearing that question. Yeah, because I mean, oh. alcohol has. It's it's like a like a such a weird thing because you go well it releases your inhibitions so mm. often it leads you to do things you wouldn't normally do obviously mm. so when you say that you go oh gosh there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that it's fueled in my life but <laughs> I don't know what I would want to which you're going to offer up really offer up <laughs> drink exactly more. yeah. Okay. So have, you ever had a pro- have you ever had a problem with the hippocampus? What's the hippocampus? 
It's the part of your brain that remembers. So have you ever drunk so much where it all just goes away? Yeah. yeah. Harley likes saying the word hippocampus. I love hippocampus. It, most I've episodes. never heard that before. Yeah, yeah we're just sort of you stop recording the footage. Yeah, you just, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. You've damaged <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that has happened. That has happened yeah. to me a little bit. And that, I will say that is the thing that that scares me a little bit about. I'm yeah, like, they're the moments you're know? worried about. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just go one minute, you're having a great time, then boom, you don't remember. But um, I would say, I, I was thinking about this as I was driving here, I had a really funny moment with a, with a friend when we were probably like 17, 18. So it was like we were just first starting to drink yeah. and we were in Byron. Good time for and drinking. we got like, we you're decided in Byron. That Byron. In Byron Bay. Great yeah. environment. <clears throat> yep. And we just were like, started drinking wine. We we're going to like, well, let's drink wine. And we just would go to the bottle shop and get a cheap bottle of Chardonnay, which I now realise yes. is the grossest wine. But, but now it's back. I know it's, it's back. Like it's back. I've been drinking Chardonnay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. good you think Chardonnay. You're such a bike courier. Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I don't know. It's just when it, I'll go to the bar and if it's, if it it's on back. the list, I'll or sometimes order the Chardonnay, yeah, now. Like I'm talking the last six months. Yeah, I think if you, if you know about Chardonnay, I would say, oh, they know about wine. Probably. Well, oh, you, really? That, yeah. For some one of those. The places I'm talking about probably have, have a decent one, you know. Yeah. yeah. You anyway. look at it, an expensive glass of Chardonnay is good. 18-year-old Jess Harris, Byron Bay Drinking Chardonnay. like a Jacob's Creek sort yeah. of $7 bottle of Chardonnay. Yeah. I will say that Chardonnay got a bad name because of Catherine Kim. Did you hear that? Because they, they call exactly, it Chardonnay. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And so that, yeah. apparently they affected the sales of Chardonnay. Oh, really? Because it, was a very it became show. a trashy That's so drink. good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Because I, mean, I would call it Chardonnay. You know, yes. A glass of Chardonnay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they dropped the value of Cardi B. Yeah. (laughs) They've got the wine mafia out on them. Yeah. But apparently it's just come, it's having a resurgence. It's back. It's Mm. from the shackles of. Just as Cap and Kim Kim. go on Netflix. Exactly. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, we had a hitting hitting the Cardi and then we ended up at a backpackers and the backpackers that we weren't staying at was having a talent night. Dear Lord. And um, so we just, just <laughs> kept knocking back the Cardi and then next thing you know we were up there being like like characters. Up on some there sort being of, the we, stage. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's exactly where my head went immediately yeah. when you said you we're, went back to a backpack as you weren't a part of. I'm like, what T-shirt competition? <laughs> You're about to be talked into it. I became a father. Like, yeah. I mean, I am a father. <laughs> but for did you. Wine, did Chardonnay lead you to being a father? No, no, okay. no, but just in your story then, yeah. I just wanted to be in Byron at that time yeah. to protect you and take you away <laughs> from the backpackers. Yeah, well, it wasn't, Don't a, wet, do this. It wasn't yeah. a wet T-shirt competition. Okay. We actually got up there and it was a talent show and we just started being these characters that we used to sort of fall into and doing this whole sort of performance. I guess you would call it <laughs> some form of stand-up or yeah, play yeah. or whatnot. Anyway, we won. We Amazing. won, and then we won like a couple of nights accommodation at the Backpackers and a T-shirt. Great, a dry Not, T-shirt. Was it, was it was it a white? dry T-shirt. It <laughs> a was, dry T-shirt. It was, um, it was white and it was dry. My dad would be proud. Yeah, yeah. I won that accommodation. I love with, with talent a dry T-shirt. And sass and wit. So, That's great. Um, yeah, and I, did I, you need the accommodation? At the time, like we you, you didn't. Hadn't no, we actually gave it away because we had other accommodations, so we gave it to some needy backpackers because it's a generous. Loving people that we are, yeah, you know, yeah. showing um, a bit of performing Melbourne and giving back to the good, I mean, to the, the less fortunate, I guess. I'd love to see. But um, that was my first, sort of first experience of, of what they now call sort of champagne confidence. Yes. You, you know, where yes. you get Dutch com- courage. Dutch, Dutch yeah. courage. That was that, well, I was like, oh, and a positive one as well, where it wasn't just. 
No, it's ended well. Such a good story. Plenty of 17 slash 18 year olds in Byron Bay drunk on on Cardi have had not as positive situation at a bank burgers. Slipping off the table at Cheeky Monkey and losing their front teeth, no doubt. Was this um, uh, Schoolies? Is that why you were there? Oh, no, it wasn't. No. This was just for the fun of it. This This was just just like. That's where I went on my family holidays. Yeah. Oh, you were there with mum again? Well, that's. Poor mum. She bought me two bottles of wine. I promised her it was the only two I would drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, this is an aside. Yeah, you can do all the asides you Sorry, want. Sorry, um, but it's related. No, it's just because of just as uh, jogging my memory in all kinds of ways. But um, when I was a non-drinker in my very early 20s, yeah. uh, up until, as I've, yes. other listeners might know that already, but... Um, we had to go and do the thing where you buy – we had a dinner party to go to. My friend Steve and I, he was definitely a non-drinker, still sort of more or less is, apart from his weird recorder legs. What an idiot. <laughs> anyway, um, now uh, we went to a, to a bottle shop and we were just told uh, to get a red wine. That's all mm. the people said. They probably didn't know much better than us. They were probably a little bit older than us. So that would have been 22 or something. Yeah. And we're like 19, 18 or 18, 19, maybe 20. And – we go. I just remember the guy. We said, "Oh, we just have to buy wine, red wine, mm. or something, mate." If what do you, do you know? Anything? He had no clue, but I just clearly remember him going, "Well, what sort of thing are you looking for? Is it just like a just a cheap leg opener?" Or <laughs> wow, I couldn't believe it. I said, "A cheap leg opener." Do you know what that meant? Yeah, I did, well, the, the words are pretty clear. Yeah, but I was just like, "Who do you?" Who are you talking to, mate? Like it was pretty you know radical. That man, <laughs> he said it's like he's, it's how he sees. Is it a cheap or an expensive leg opener you're looking for? God. But that man still exists. He's, I hope like not. not. That exact man. Oh, no, he's no, still no, out those there. Those men still say absolutely. Things, absolutely. And I, he would see that as his sort of little thing. He'd be like, "That's that's what I am. I'm the, I'm the funny <laughs> sort of good customer yeah. service guy." Yeah, yeah. He'd be I'm, like, "I I'm know fun. my." Do you know what I say when the young guys come in? I yeah. say, hey, would you guys like our leg opener? <laughs> it's true. Like anyway, that's shoot my, yourself in the face. That's a little memory there. <laughs> it's also one of my other facts, really. What did you get in the end? What was? What did you go expensive with? Expensive leg opener. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. No no memory. I wouldn't have drank it. Yeah. They, they had a cat, I remember, that um, was, that was the, a vital part of the story. <laughs> well, it's the, the only thing I'm allergic to was that cat in my life. Apart from this. Anyway, that's an aside. A side on a side. It's like David Quirk Inception. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, it's better recording later in the day, isn't it? (laughs) It's nice, actually, yeah. It's really good. Hey, I reckon we're about at that stage, David. Oh, the great. I think we are. Absolutely. Well, guess what? Sorry. Take out a couple of seconds. I wasn't ready for this. Last drinks. Oh I'm sorry God. to say we've been having such a great time with you, Jess, but great. this is uh, last drinks. And on last drinks, I would get you whatever drink that you wanted, which is your favourite drink. Oh, okay. In whatever moment you want to pick, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. What's that drink that you want to go to? We already know that you love yeah. uh, a brandy and dry. Yep. Um, that you kicked off your career. Yeah. Uh, on a lie <laughs> with a couple. And it's gone of from <laughs> strength to strength. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favourite drink that I could have at any time of the day, and even if someone, yeah, yes, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> is a Bloody Mary. Oh, it, it sh- it's shown up a few times. Is that off? Is it? A no, 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 it's, no, no. It's good. It's by, no, f- no, by no means a front runner at all. Not at all. But it, I've heard it a couple. It stands out because Tom Gleason said something about uh, he loved it. But he, he loves it. He not hung to- over. Yes, so like just ordering, having it in the morning, just as a, as a drink, drink. Just because he said, "I'm a big fan of the the non hungover." 
you know. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, yeah. yeah. And but no one's gone as far as to say at any time of the day. Are you saying you would drink that in the evening? Yes. Uh, really? Yeah. That's right. your drink. But, but it's, well, but it's 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 a meal as it's well. It's a bloody good drink. It's a, it's a yeah. drink and a meal and so <laughs> therefore it's a one drink you know, ma- maximum. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like a life thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what has to be in it for you? Have you well, made them before? So do you I know what? I make them all the time, and so you know I pride what has myself to be on being very good at. It. And every we, we go to Meredith every year, and I have Saturday morning Bloody Marys, and every year I have a secret ingredient that I put in, so that changes. But base right. level is every year you change the secret ingredient. Yes. I mean, how many secret ingredients can you, you have? Do you want me to quickly rattle them off? Yes. yes. It's seeded mustard. Okay. I blend cucumber up into the juice. Amazing. I've blended fresh basil, a friend of uh, dill, um, horseradish, wasabi. And do you get your guests to guess that? No, I don't. I no. Get, no, 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 no. I tell it. them. I, I, oh, right. I, I advertise it. I say this year's, you, you know. You love it. I love it. Absolutely. And I'm okay. known for it and I'm proud of it. So secret ingredient yeah. aside, what, yep. do you, what do you do? I tomato juice, yes. lemon, salt and pepper, uh, Worcestershire, Tabasco, celery, but I like cucumber and then I like garnishing with an olive and a, a little cornichon, what are they called? Cornichon. Little, cornichon. cornichon. Oh, oh, a little, gherkin. little gherkin. Pickle. Oh, yeah, yeah. great. And yeah. then everything on top of that is optional. And that's you. And obviously, I like vodka. a little zip. Obviously, vodka. <laughs> this but is the, a. Mu- I hope people are writing this down. Lime, like, mustard, delicious. mustard, all yes. that stuff. That extra zip. I did overdo it one year, and it was an unservable year. Or I blended too many. Oh, this is huge batches. But, um, I pre-make the batches. Oh, right. And take them to this anyway for the festival. But what was wrong with the? I put. I got over. Overzealous with blending because one year I blended cucumber in with the tomato juice right. to make it fresher and lighter, and um, I. Blended fresh cherry tomatoes in with the tomato juice right. and <laughs> cucumber. Too much. And it was like a caspaccio. I would have got into that. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a spoon and a bowl. You thin that out, more vodka. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's true. I needed to strain it or like press it, but I poured You're one at a glass. You're festival with a strainer, press it. <laughs> <laughs> and I took, I went, oh God, it's unservable. And cancelled, cancelled. Sorry, guys, it's off. It's off. Um, What'd you do? Just I just slunk off. Throw it at the bands. Very ashamed. My best friend Josh had a glass out of support and said he really enjoyed it. (laughs) Two, and then was extremely full. Um, (laughs) I really enjoyed it. Actually, I just ate two kilos of tomatoes. Um, so this, this gave me too much of a good thing, and I overdid it. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's amazing. As in, as a, a. a Bloody Mary boffin, <laughs> as a, a Bloody Mary aficionado, um, do you? Because I'm always excited when I've heard of uh, mixing the alcohol, not yeah. mixing, swapping it out yeah, with tequila. tequila. Yeah. But there yes. is another one. Can you do them with gin? Oh, of I, would, you can. I wouldn't. Oh, you can. You can do whatever you want, but I wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't. But well, you, it dep- if, if the gin is particularly fragranty, then yeah. it's not going to be right. overpower yeah, okay. yeah. the tomato soup that you're <laughs> <laughs> serving. Like yeah, yeah. But if you have a, you know, if you have like um, uh, Four Pillars um, a sailor strength gin, mm. I mean, that that's has got as much punch in it that a vodka. Yeah. You know, or any, more and so. And it shouldn't be too. Flavorful. No, no, no. It's not, it's not as, no, it's not as fragranty. Yeah, you want to. Piney. But you do no, leave in the tequila one. Yeah. Because I think that's. Bloody Margarita. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But you wouldn't want a brown tequila there. Yeah, no. An amber tequila. You want a no. white tequila. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. No flavor. Big time. Yeah. yeah. You don't want yeah. it to overpower. No. Mm. And tequila's been... got a bit more of that buzzy, yuppie sort yeah, of Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yes. 
Yeah, she was doing a little dance I was, I was, there. Yeah, Let it be known. Buzzy, buzzy. I've recently. I did. I forgot to even tell you this, David. I I, um, I bought a bottle of uh, tequila and I've just rather than my afternoon beers at home. Yeah. I've been having um, afternoon margaritas. Yum, that's Ooh. great. And it's why like, not? The mood is so oh, much please. better. Yeah. Gorgeous. I'm not. I'm not heavy and lethargic and barking at the children. I'm like, <laughs> it's a fudge. Stay up. It's okay. It's Get your dad alive. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah. yeah. Simple shift, a simple life shift. That's right. <laughs> it's hands down the most educational and sort of almost inspiring. Oh, fantastic. Um, don't you think, uh, out of all the favourite drink Things we've done. Oh, I feel I, good about that. In fact, I like both of you drink. I, I, I would leave out the uh, the cider, but the first yeah, drink too. from your from your parents. Yeah, uh, it's made me want a brandy and dry again. Yeah. And I would I would top that off with uh, a bloody mary. Beautiful salad. Thank you very much for being here. Good morning. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Thanks for having me. You've gone out with your girlfriends. You're dancing with a dude. Take him home cause he's a 10 But in the morning he's a 2 That's the drink talking That's the drink talking You hate this total dick He hasn't got the faintest clue Says he liked your latest show So you get matching tattoos Yeah, that's the drink talking that's the drink talking Meet your girlfriend's dad But he just looks down his nose You lost count of all the wines Then you take off all your clothes That's the drink talking That's the drink talking Some people say they don't trust the ones who don't drink But can you really trust yourself after a sesh? I don't think Your charismatic, popular, hysterical and wise Get out the taxi, tumble over, smash your shoulder in eight weeks. It's only that you realize that's the drink talking. That's the drink talking. You say you don't repeat yourself. You say you don't repeat yourself. Stop everyone in mid-conversation and say, guys, do I repeat myself? They put you in a cab. That's the drink talking. You tell your mate that you love him. He says you're the best. Yeah, that's a fact. It escalates till you both plan to chuck it in and open a BB somewhere in Ballarat. Yeah. Holly Breed, he's a comic, king among men, an impresario. Had the idea to get a venue, charge money, get smashed with his friends, and see if he could call it a show. 
That's the drink talking. That's the drink talking. That's the drink talking. That's the drink talking.